I was taking a walk now and just was thinking about how so many high profile uh, financiers and investors and uh, TV uh, TV uh, celebrities, uh, whether, you know, mainly in finance, like Jim Cramer, and then you've got Warren Buffett just recently as yesterday, saying that, you know, Bitcoin is, is, is a gambling chip. It's a, it's a gambling token. It's a, it's, 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 it's roulette, right? And how this is, from a marketer's perspective, my job, my business is marketing and advertising. I tell companies how to win attention in the marketplace. And all I could think of over and over again is how a lot of my clients pay hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year to get attention, to get, to put their, their, put some awareness out in the marketplace about who they are and what they do and their solutions, their services, their products, et cetera, et cetera. And I get to thinking, well, you got this thing called Bitcoin and, you know, it gets positive attention, of course, from the likes of Michael Saylor and some senators and, you know, you've got uh, Bukele in El Salvador as the president, you know, pushing out great narratives around Bitcoin. And then you get a lot of the negative sentiment uh, or, you know, the naysayers, if you will, like Warren Buffett and Jim Cramer, who, you know, hypocritically bought and sold Bitcoin and then sort of like was mocking it, you know, at the same time, you know, extremely hypocritical. But there you have it. Um and, and I got to thinking how this is the greatest thing that could ever happen to Bitcoin. When you have these celebrity financiers, these celebrity investors, uh, these well-respected individuals, even repeatedly uttering anything about Bitcoin and putting so much thought into it and it just makes you wonder that is the issue that they don't necessarily get it or is the bigger issue that they invest enough time and get asked enough times in interviews that they actually have a strong opinion about it whether it's a good opinion or bad opinion doesn't even matter and the reason is, by keeping Bitcoin on the radar, it continues to sort of build a foundation for itself. It, it's starting to, to build, and it has obviously built a life of its own, right? Uh, and irrelevant, it, it, it whether it's a positive narrative or a negative uh, narrative, it continues to generate talk and continues to generate perspective. And we hear the same thing over and over again. It's not like we've heard a different story from Warren Buffett or from, or from, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Munger, who, by the way, both gentlemen, well respected, nothing negative to say about them, uh, you know, come out pretty aggressively against Bitcoin. 
But you have to remember something. If you look back to 2020 and 2021, you had Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary, fudding the heck out of Bitcoin, right? Coming out and saying, it's a nothing burger. Repeatedly, he was asked how many times that it was a nothing burger, right? Until finally, I can't remember if it was late 2021 or in 20, early 2022, where he finally came out and revealed that he holds Bitcoin, he holds Ethereum, he holds Polygon, etc., etc. And it didn't take five years or 10 years. It took months for this entire narrative by this one celebrity investor, this, this high-profile individual, to completely speak a different tone about crypto and particularly about Bitcoin. Let's just, let's just talk about Bitcoin for a second here. And you have to think that this, this free publicity, this free attention that Bitcoin gets from the likes of Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, who's one of the highest profile investors in the world, right? Who has an exceptional track record, who continues to, you know, tout how Bitcoin is a nothing, right? It has no intrinsic value. And I just see this as a huge win. I see this as a huge opportunity that that Bitcoin has to continue to sort of like self-manifest into something by the mere suggestion that it is nothing by some of the highest profile individuals who continue to utter words instead of saying something like, look, I don't really want to talk about it. I, I, I think I've asked the, I've been asked my opinion on this multiple times. Let's not get into it. Could we move on to something interesting? Right. But for the fact that they continue to accept this question over and over again so that they can continue to push whatever short term agenda they have, whether it's to fund the price so that they can, you know, you know, sort of like buy time. Right. For the same reason, I personally believe that the XRP case uh that ripple was sued by the sec is because xrp has potentially so much uh, opportunity in sort of the the uh, the world of liquidity and settlement right instant settlement that i think perhaps the sec at the behest of the federal reserve and the treasury said look you need to slow this down we're not there yet the fed coin isn't there cbdc's aren't there and we all know the agenda that's happening in that area. So I, it's just, I see the same exact thing happening with institutional investors with Bitcoin, um, people like Warren Buffett, who continue to say what they say. Um, yeah, e even if there's a little bit of truth or they feel a little bit as though somehow, you know, they're not fully bought into Bitcoin, the mere fact that they continue to entertain the question raises a flag to me and tells me these guys know something that they're continually willing to talk about it, right? Over and over and over again. If I were a guy and I hated something to such passionate degree, I would refute any desire or any questions. I would refuse to answer it. And I would cut it short and say, look, we're done talking about this. We need to move on to things that matter, right? That's not what happens. They continue to accept this question over and over again. And... Munger perhaps has a stronger opinion or position against Bitcoin than, than, than Warren Buffett. Maybe that's a tactic in itself. Maybe, maybe Munger truly does hate it. Uh, remember these guys being, as I said, in their nineties, maybe they have a hard time sort of like grasping the value 
of something that is in intangible. And so I think there's that aspect to it as well. So I just wanted to throw that out there, get your thoughts. I'm taking a beautiful walk. It's a gorgeous day. Um, and I just had this on my mind. thought to share it. Please do share it. Uh, follow the podcast. And uh, I just drop these mini podcasts as often as I can. Whenever I have a thought or a topic that I feel uh, is worth sort of like having a conversation around. And when I say conversation, I mean conversations with you. Um, you know, I do plan to have guests on the show. I think to this point, it's been ma mainly about sort of putting my indiv individual thoughts and the collective thoughts of others uh, who I perhaps listen to. Um, you know, I, I follow quite a few influencers in this area, uh, and I, I feel like I try to try to like take a bit of each of them to create either my own thoughts, my own opinions, or perhaps just sort of like uh, repurpose it in a way that is digestible in very small chunks. Hope you hope you guys are all doing well.